also in Genesis when God stopped creating, so the day he rested. So say we are entering into the rest and say that the Lord is beginning his rest. So his earth is starting to break apart and his everything he created is going to now become a new creation without the evil <clears throat> minions. So the verse, if you read that pretty simply in Genesis, um, so he rested, did that mean he stopped creating? So, because personally, I'm always um, creating something. Um, I'm an architect, so I'm creating architecture. I'm a musician, so I'm writing songs. I'm a writer, so I'm writing books and movies. And I'm an artist, so I'm creating art. And basically the only thing I'm doing right now besides these podcasts and these videos is my architecture. And I just don't feel like I just have ceased from creating in a way. It's really weird. Is that part of the rest? Like, I don't know. I just thought I'd bring it up if any of you are feeling the same way. And I also felt, you know, there's nothing new coming out like in Hollywood or in music and the commercials and the shows they're just getting so disgusting like like this little girl was like uh spewing fire out of her mouth to sizzle an oscar meyer hot dog and these teenagers started they just blew up on fire when they were eating um a taco of like a really fiery taco and so like okay so there's always these soft disclosures with media and I've brought this up over the years uh, but you know lately the last couple years there's uh, commercials that have asteroids um there's that commercial the Nike commercial when they're all the earth is turning upside down and they're trying to turn it back by running so the earth is you know flipping you know it's polarizing the bible said it would polarize um I don't know if any of you have noticed these things um but is it part of the no that there's no more you know creation going on in terms of what's creating in this earth? Is is all of the creating now about the new Jerusalem? Is it all about the new kingdom? Is it all about the millennial? Is it all about the lion laying down with the lamb? Is is all of is all of our energy now? supposed to go to that new kingdom and where we're all living stones fit together for him where we are his bride um like i just kind of thinking out loud here but uh i always you know i put most of my eggs in his basket i mean i have lived for the kingdom I have lived for souls. I have lived for his treasure because his treasure is where his heart is. And you are his treasure. You are his treasure. His people are his treasure. You are his treasure. I am his treasure. We are his treasured ones. And one day we'll know how different we really are from those that will be going into the beast system and accepting the mark and up till now we've all been able to cohabitate and there's a certain amount of grace and there's a certain amount of order 
but as the order gets taken out to for his new order um we'll be seeing that light and dark so much evil like the the demons and the evil in people will be so much more evil and we have to stay more and more separate so i just thought i'd bring this thought up it's uh not really set in stone yet i don't know what i'm actually saying <laughs> it's just um it doesn't seem to be any new thought or new creation going on um, or anything exciting or anything in this world. And and everything uh, since the shutdown, if you've decided to go back into the world, you know, I'm going to go back on a cruise. I'm going to travel the world. I'm going to go to big events. And if, if the Lord has taken those away, but you've decided to go back... I feel, you know, there's going to be not only maybe more storms on the sea, you know, if you're on a cruise, but um, why go back? Because there's nothing there anymore. There's nothing. Um, I feel like the Lord, so I've talked about this before, where the Lord is in, like all, all up to now, he's been in the matrix with us, like we know there's the matrix and we know that the mystery Babylon and the world system is around us, but we've been able to feel him kind of in and out of that as we're coexisting. But when, as these years manifest and this tribulation time manifests and the beast system, you know, gets stronger and stronger, um, we can't be part of that at all. So we're not going to feel the Lord the same way we felt them before. So here's an example. So I was moving last year and I had a child and, well, a teenager and two dogs and a cat and a trailer. And I decided to go the back roads uh, in the middle of the country um, because I like back roads. And um, my car broke down and I was trying to call my insurance and trying to, you know, they were like, it's going to be $2,000, you know, because they had to, to tow me to the nearest VW place. And I was starting to freak out because it was hot and my dogs were getting restless and, you know, I'm, I felt very vulnerable. So I'm, I'm just a woman with children and pets and a trailer. I don't want to leave my trailer. Everything I own will get taken. So I'm in the, you know, I'm trying to work it out in the matrix and, uh, you know, with the system, with my insurance and with their, their system. And, and then, you know, I've, my son's like, we're doomed, you know, and he was so mad anyway. But uh, I was, um, I was, uh, you know, I said, the Lord's going to help us because always the Lord has helped me and he's going to help us now. And I felt his presence. I felt the Lord come in a car and just his presence. And then um, a sheriff drove up from a super small town in the middle of Kansas and he, you know, called the tow guy. The mechanic came out, you know, basically they towed me into town. They dropped me off at a motel. They took my car to get it fixed and and the mechanic went out of his way the next day to get my the part I needed so we could get back, you know, we only had to stay one night there. But 
this is an example how the Lord is going to meet us more and more with his provision. So this provision came totally from him, totally supernatural. And he's not going to meet us in the system because he can't. He's got, he has to completely leave. Not that he's not in control. Like he's in control of the beast system, but he has to completely leave that because all those people and all the leaders of the beast system, thank God, are going to hell. They are going to be separated from forever and ever. And, um, it's so intense to think about that, but it's so, um, you know, and I've talked about how it's, you know, it's sad and everything, but the good news is like, I was so elated the other day. I was like, there is going to be no more false shepherds. They are going to be gone. The false shepherds are going to be gone. <laughs> I'm a true shepherd and I've always... I just hate it that the sheep get uh, robbed and they get lied to. And when I was thinking, because I tap into the good shepherd, the, the Lord, he's the good shepherd and he is with us. And so I tap into his good shepherd and my shepherd spirit with him is zealous for the sheep. And I was like, oh my God, you know, eventually all the false prophets and all the false teachers and false shepherds are going to be tossed into that lake of fire. And it made me so happy. So I think again, I'm going to insert here a little bit of my passion of Jesus book where it's the chapter on the good shepherd. So if you have time to tune in, I encourage you to do that. Um, I really uh, love the passion of Jesus book. I really felt God's heart in it. And I, I've, I hope you do too. So let's get just more and more with him and in him and moving and living and having our being in him. It's it's going to get harder, I think, um, because there's going to be less and less of anything in the earth or anything in the world that will be satisfying. So we just have to have more of our good shepherd as he continues to save his own, separate the sheep from the goats, and bring us into his kingdom, whole and together and uh to his marriage. So I'm just so excited about that. And thank you for tuning in. <clears throat> okay. God bless you all. I wish I pray for all of you. And I pray for every single person that listens to my channels, uh, even if it's one person or 10, and I don't have a lot of followers. I just know that it got the Lord brings you and every one of you is so precious, so precious to the Lord. So, so precious to the Lord. You're so precious to Him. So valuable. And we are going to know each other. I am going to know you and you're going to know me. And we're going to realize why we couldn't know the other people that weren't of Him. We're going we're gonna to know why it was so hard to be a true follower of Jesus. And why we got battered and, and beaten so much. Because... We recognize each other as we are his bride and we have brothers and sisters in him. And But one day it'll be so, we'll be separated and we won't have to endure 
that persecution anymore. And so I long for that day. And here's some thoughts from the Good Shepherd. Scene 7 Setting En route to Pilate Jesus the Good Shepherd John chapter 10 verses 1 to 18 A hired hand will run away when the life of the sheep are threatened because he does not own the sheep. When he sees a wolf coming, he leaves the sheep and flees. The wolf catches the sheep and scatters them. The hired hand flees because he does not care about the sheep. I am the good shepherd, and I know my sheep, and am known by my own. As a father knows me, even so I know the father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. And other sheep I have which are not of this fold, them also I must bring, and they will hear my voice, and there will be one flock and one shepherd. A good shepherd will risk his own life for the safety of the sheep. Everyone who had said they loved me had now run away. But I am the good shepherd. The wolves in sheep's clothing walked next to me, dressed in priestly robes and garments. There will always be those who say they are righteous but are not. My sheep know my voice. They can know me. You never need to be deceived by the voice of a false shepherd. You will know a false leader by their fruits. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes from torn bushes or figs from thistles? Even so, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruits you will know them. Matthew chapter 7 verses 15 to 20 The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Galatians chapter 5 Verses 22 to 23. If a shepherd exudes these good attributes, he or she has the qualities of a good leader. If he or she does not bear these attributes, flee. The good shepherd will not lose one of his sheep. I, as the good shepherd, will move heaven and earth to find just one of my lost lambs. Each lamb is precious to me. You are precious to me. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish. No one can snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my Father's hand. John chapter 10 verses 27 to 29 Many false shepherds will feed themselves. They will try to control my sheep. They will scream at them, condemn them, criticize them, make them feel guilty and gain wealth from their offerings. They will tell my sheep that they, the shepherds, are the only ones who can interpret the scriptures. False shepherds will tell the sheep 
that they cannot interpret the scriptures for themselves. They will also tell my people, teach false doctrines, even doctrines of devils. Woe, shepherds of Israel, who have been feeding themselves! Should not the shepherds feed the flock? You eat the fat and clothe yourself with the wool. You slaughter the fat sheep without feeding the flock. Those who are sickly you have not strengthened. The disease you have not healed, the broken you have not bound up, the scattered you have not brought back, nor have you sought for the lost. But with force and with severity you have dominated them. Ezekiel chapter 34 verses 3 to 4 I am the good shepherd, and I know my sheep, every one by name. And it is this night I lay my life down for you, for you are the lambs of my father's flock. You are the sheep of his hand and the people of his pasture. His love for you caused him to send his very own son to die for you, and it is because of this love for you I will lay my life down. John chapter 10 Paraphrased For I was thinking of you, as I am thinking of you now. In case any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit, after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after the simplicity found in Jesus. Colossians chapter 2 verse 8 I am the good shepherd continuing my journey this night to be hung on a cross, innocent. I will confront every false shepherd every false doctrine, every false teaching, false preaching, false prophet, false god, and lying wolf in sheep's clothing. In my truth, I will crush their lives forever. For in me dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. You are complete in me. Who is the head of all principality and power? Colossians chapter 2 verse 9 I have loved you and known you since before you were born. I have written your name on my heart. I have created you to have intimate fellowship with my Father, your Creator, to live in peace with nature and harmony with others. I know when you get up and sit down. I understand your thoughts from afar. I am with you on your path and near you when you lie down. I am acquainted with all your ways. There is not a word on your tongue that I don't already know. I protect you and have laid my hand upon you. There is nowhere you can flee from my spirit. If you take the wings of the morning and dwell in the far side of the sea, even there my hand will lead you. Surely my hand will hold you. Darkness will not consume you. Even the night will be the light around you. The darkness and the light are the same to me. I formed your inward parts and covered you in your mother's womb. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. Your tiny body was not hid from me when you were made in secret. My works are marvelous. I have fashioned your days. If you would count the precious thoughts I have for you, they are more than the number of grains of sand. When you wake, I am still with you. Psalm 139, paraphrased. I will help you in time of need and never let you go.
I will look for you across the sea. I will long for you on the waters. I will be with you on the high mountain worshipping me. I will rescue you in the lonely valley below when you are in despair. I am not found in religious walls nor spires tall. I am the Lamb of God, who would die for one, even if it is only for you. I know your hurt. I can see your pain. For I am a man unlike any other. I am God in flesh, here to breathe life into you. I am calling, calling, calling to you. If you will listen, you will hear my voice. I speak with a gentle, soft whisper of the Good Shepherd, who will lead you to the end of the age and beyond. I will never leave or forsake you. My voice is not in the wind, nor in the earthquake, as I said to Elijah on Mount Horeb. And behold, the Lord was passing by, and a great and strong wind was rending the mountains and breaking in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind, and after the wind an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake, and after the earthquake a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire, and after the fire a sound of a still, small voice. 1 Kings chapter 19, verses 11 to 12. You have to be quiet to listen. Come unto me, all you who are weary and are heavy laden. Come to me and find rest for your soul. Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. If anyone comes to me, I will in no way cast them out. I am aware of you when you are searching. I am in tune with your deepest longings. I know your hopes and dreams. I have never wanted harm to come to you. The world is in a fallen state since the fall of Adam and Eve, but I have come to redeem you, to take you to my Father's house. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. That where I am, there you may be also. And where I go you know, and the way you know. John chapter 14, verses 1 to 4. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, give I to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. John chapter 14, verse 27. And now I have told you, before it comes to pass, that, when it comes to pass, you might believe. John chapter 14, verse 29. Those walking beside me, enslaving me in chains, condemning me with their religious ideas, do not know me. But you can know me. Each of you can know me, on an individual basis. Call upon me. I will give you a new heart, for I long for fellowship with you, for I was thinking of you, as I am thinking of you now. My sheep know my voice, and it is those who belong to me who follow me. I am the door. 
all those who have ever come before me or after me are thieves and robbers. I am the door. If anyone enters in, he or she will be saved. John chapter 10 verses 9 to 16 The doors of spiritual darkness appear to be so open, so free, adorned with temptations, promises of desires and deep longings to be met. Some are beautiful-looking doors, leading to riches, fame, and success. Even doors of religious studies can be a dead end if you do not take the time to know me. You can tuck me away or neatly hide my word in dusty shelves bursting with volumes of doctrines, but doctorates and PhDs won't get you in heaven's gate. Only a relationship with Yahweh, through me, the door of the sheep, will secure you a place in heaven. The union with me is a living, breathing, dynamic, daily encounter with a living God. You may look good in the eyes of others, but your reputation with me, your Lord and your God, is all that matters. Did you know that I hide the true wisdom from the wise and deliver it unto babes? Matthew chapter 11 verse 25 You may need to ask yourself, what do you need to leave behind to follow me? For the door is narrow, and few there be who will find it. The road to destruction is wide, and many there will be that pursue this path. Matthew chapter 7 verses 13 to 14 The two paths lead to two separate places. One day the light will separate from the dark forever. There will be no way to keep it together. Light will go into light, dark will go into dark, when the heavens roll back like a scroll. Isaiah chapter 34 verse 4, Revelation chapter 6 verse 14. Many will come in that day and say, Lord, Lord, didn't we do many mighty, wonderful works in your name? And I will say to them, Depart from me, I never knew you. Matthew Chapter 24, verse 5. As a good shepherd, I lay my life down, that I may take it up again. A God who loves you is a God who will die for you. A good shepherd lays his life down for the sheep. Therefore, my Father loves me, because I lay down my life, that I may take it again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of myself. I have the power to lay it down, and I have the power to take it again. This command I have received from my Father. John chapter 10 verse 18 As the men in priestly robes led me to be sentenced, I felt the burden of a day in the future when they themselves would stand before my Father and be sentenced. I thought of how these priests will answer, when my father asks them how they treated his son, what will they say? Will they be silent, as I am now? I will remain silent. What keeps me treading this narrow path, my face marred and disfigured, in pain and humility, counted as a thief, a liar, a false prophet, and a fool, is you. I humbled myself in the form of a servant, fashioned myself as a man, became obedient to death, 
to die even on a cross, a Roman execution stake, for I was thinking of you, as I am thinking of you now. When you have locked yourself behind closed doors, when your greed, your lust, or your sinful acts are too dark to mention in the light of day, when, like Peter, your reputation is ruined and there is nowhere to hide, when the entrance to your soul is locked behind ludicrous lies that entangled you in a web of deceit, when the doors of your will, not mine, have slammed in your face, and you have lost the keys to be free, or perhaps even the strength to push the right door open, when you have slammed the door in my face, in order to hide in your sin, due to the hardness of heart, sadness, grief, and disappointment, it is at this moment I, the door of the sheep, the good shepherd, am thinking of you. I am the door when there is no door. I am the door from heaven and to heaven, the door that appears from seemingly nowhere, because it is so simple to open. Yet the answer has been in existence from before time began. The door, leading to eternal life, is found in your one choice made in humility. Behold, I stand at the door of your heart and knock. If you hear my voice, open the door. I will come into you. I will come into the depths of your destruction, into the crevices of your heart, into the shut-off, locked-up places of your deepest sorrows. When I enter in, I will breathe life into your lifeless, tired, worn-out prison cell of your solitary confinement. I will come in and dine with you, and you with me. Revelation chapter 3 verse 20 I am the door who heals, the door who restores, the door who waits for you to turn the key of your heart, to say yes to the Lamb of God, the Saviour of the whole world, the Saviour who longs for you, waits for you, the Saviour who, this dark night, is pressing on to the early morning hours, thinking of you. As I walk with a cohort of Roman soldiers, led by a Roman chiliarch, a commander of one thousand soldiers, along with the servants from the palace of the high priest and the leaders of the temple, as my people Israel are sleeping, anticipating the Passover, the living Passover, the door to the Holy of Holies of the temple is being opened to save the world. Anyone who enters this door will be saved, and I will remember you before my Father in heaven. Open the door. I am thinking of you. Jerusalem of God.